Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, December 15th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri will be redrawing the state's eight congressional districts during the 2022 legislative session. Some Republicans believe there won't be many changes on the new map. Sure, there will be some pressure to try to make it 8071, whatever uh, you want to come up with, but I don't see it really being much different than 62. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explains why the new map could end up with six Republican and two Democratic districts. The city of St. Louis has extended its mask mandate. The Board of Aldermen is extending the requirement to wear coverings in indoor public spaces for another 30 days. Members are taking that step because of a recently enacted state law requiring continuous legislative approval of certain COVID-19 measures. Alderwoman Christine Ingracia says the city is in a different situation than counties or school districts targeted by Missouri's attorney general. Um, I can't speak for why the attorney general is suing on um, the issues that he's suing on. Um, I have absolutely no idea what he's doing. Um, But because we are a charter city and because we have been extending these every 30 days, we are in compliance. That's my understanding. St. Louis County scrapped its mask mandate last week. Board of Aldermen members have also given final approval to a redistricting plan that changes how city residents will be represented. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. The new plan shrinks the number of wards from 28 to 14 by 2023. And that means some aldermen could run against each other when all the new wards are up for election in two years. Even though the map went through a number of revisions, it managed to pass out of the Board of Aldermen without any no votes. St. Louis Board of Aldermen President Louis Reed said that his colleagues were able to come to an agreement when other legislative bodies failed at redistricting. You guys have uh, done something historic here today. When you think about what you've just done in terms of cutting the wards in half. The map now goes to St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Some elected officials, including Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, are questioning whether current building codes are enough to protect against powerful storms, especially following last week's deadly tornadoes. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, there are few regulations in Missouri or Illinois related to tornado safety. Since 2001, Missouri has had an average of five tornadoes per month every year. Still, there are no statewide building codes or storm shelter requirements in Missouri. That decision is left up to cities and municipalities. Mark Levitan is an engineer at the National Institute of Standards and Technology. He says there are ways to construct buildings to help them withstand tornadoes. Wind damage often kind of starts at the roof and works its way down. And so the most important thing uh, from that standpoint is making sure that the roof is well connected to the walls. Unlike Missouri, Illinois does have a requirement on the books that all new school buildings have storm shelters. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Ameren, Missouri is planning to close its Rush Island coal plant in Festus earlier than anticipated. The announcement follows a federal judge's ruling that the company violated the Clean Air Act. Andy Knott is Central Region Director of the Sierra Club's Beyond Coal campaign. Today's announcement by Ameren to retire Rush Island you know, will save hundreds of lives and will also 
uh, reduce asthma attacks by the thousands uh, in, in this region. Amarin says yesterday's decision comes after weighing legal options and considering the impact on customer costs and system reliability. St. Louis Lambert International Airport now has nonstop flights to Frankfurt, Germany. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, the airport and businesses have been working to secure a direct flight to Europe for years. For as long as Rhonda Homnibrugge has been Lambert's airport director, people have been asking her for a nonstop flight to Europe. Now there is, for the first time in about two decades. Lufthansa will operate about three flights a week to Frankfurt, Germany, starting in June. Homnibrugge says the key to unlocking the deal now was that business groups and politicians worked collectively with the airport to come up with an incentive package. We've never had that kind of support. We've never had that regional. We've had bits and pieces, but we've never had a collaborative effort like this. The St. Louis County Port Authority, Greater St. Louis Inc., and local corporations have committed up to $5 million over two years in incentives to Lufthansa. The airport also agreed to cover the cost of landing fees for 18 months. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri lawmakers will be returning to Jefferson City next month with a big task that only happens once every decade, redrawing Missouri's eight congressional districts. Most of the controversy could surround how to change districts in suburban St. Louis and Kansas City. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Congressman Emanuel Cleaver of Kansas City says he's well aware that some Republicans want to transform the 5th district that he represents from a heavily Democratic outpost to a safe Republican seat. He says the main reason behind that scenario is that the GOP wants to retaliate after Democratic legislatures in Illinois, Maryland, and New Mexico have shown no mercy toward Republicans in the redistricting process. Even though somebody might win, you know, politically, man, that is just dynamite powder of uh, laying on a political table representing our future. For the first time in Missouri's modern history, Democrats will not control a branch of the legislature or the governorship during congressional redistricting. And that presents a very real possibility that the GOP could go after Cleaver. But many Republican legislators are wary about radically transforming the 5th District. GOP leaders believe that strategy could backfire and make two heavily Republican districts in the Kansas City area more competitive throughout the decade. State Representative Jason Chipman of Steelville contends that the final map will have two Democratic districts, Cleavers, and Congresswoman Cori Bush's St. Louis-based 1st District. Sure, there will be some pressure to try to make it 8071, whatever uh, you want to come up with, but I don't see it really being much different than 62. Democratic Senate Minority Leader John Rizzo of Independence says his Senate Democratic caucus will have more leverage than expected, especially since Governor Mike Parson did not call a special session on congressional redistricting. They could use the filibuster to bring the 2022 session to a standstill if Republicans seriously pursue a map that would make the 5th District into Republican-leaning territory. Our, our job is is about as laser focused as you can get. We need to, at the very least, maintain the two seats. And I think that we will be able to have a lot of opportunity to make friends across the aisle that are interested in that, as well as uh, their seat being uh, where they want it to be. 
Republican State Representative Mike O'Donnell of South St. Louis County says the main conflict of the redistricting cycle may have more to do with how to change the second district that Congresswoman Ann Wagner represents. There's no question her St. Louis, St. Charles, and Jefferson County-based district is going to get more Republican-leaning, primarily because Bush's first district has to expand into Democratic parts of St. Louis County. You know, we've spent a lot of money in that in that seat to retain that seat over the years um, and, you know, make that that seat a little easier for her. The big debate could be over whether to add more of St. Charles or Jefferson County to the second district. St. Charles County Republican Senator Bill Eigel contends that his fast-growing county deserves a solid chance to send a representative to Washington. I think there has definitely been a move to try to put all of St. Charles in the same district and this might be the fine. This might finally be the year in which that happened. So, uh, and that makes sense because as being part of the largest stronghold in the state, you want St. Charles to have that voice if you're a Republican. But there are a lot of obstacles in place for St. Charles County to get its own congressional district. Republicans may want to place more of Jefferson or Franklin County into the second district, as opposed to more of St. Charles County. One other storyline that Minority Leader Rizzo is watching is whether two-thirds of the House and Senate approve a provision to make the map go into effect right away. If they can't reach that threshold, then lawmakers may have to move the August 2nd primary, since people can't run in congressional seats that don't exist. Rizzo says the fact that's even a possibility is part of a recurring theme where GOP lawmakers appear enamored with brinkmanship. It, It could be apocalyptic. Just like not last year, not funding our, our, our hospitals would have been apocalyptic, just like not expanding Medicaid, like the people voted for the state of Missouri would have been apocalyptic. And the Republican majority in Jefferson City has seemed to get pretty chummy with apocalyptic scenarios. Missouri lawmakers will return to the Capitol on January 5th to begin the redistricting process in earnest. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.